For hundreds of years, unsolved mysteries have haunted the open seas. Ships found abandoned and adrift in the middle of nowhere, spectral visions floating above the horizon, and a whole heap of ghosts. But what does it all mean? Hello and welcome to the Hoke Poke Pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really? We're just two idiots poking stuff we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, was King Henry V the real-life Jack Sparrow? Is the Strait of Malacca just another Bermuda Triangle? And are ghost ships just ships full of ghosts? Ghosts of ships? Or ships made by ghosts? I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. And uh, be careful with this episode, because uh, here there be monsters. <laughs> Arr. Arr. <laughs> this is not about pirates, it's like, not at, about all. Pirates <laughs> at all. At all, at all. I mean, no, no, not at all. No. Um, so I guess how we wanted to approach this was that uh, what the heck are ghost ships? Yeah. because um, Are they real ships? Are they fake ships? The answer is is both. Yeah. Um, there's kind of multiple definitions of, of ghost ships. Mm-hmm. There are ships that have been abandoned and that's kind of led to a mystery. Mm-hmm. Ghost ships as in there's no one there, it's empty. Mm. And there are legitimate ghost ships that are sort of spectral visions mm. of ships. Uh, and the ships themselves don't exist at all. I, I, I find it hard to wrap my head around that a ship could be like a ghost because it doesn't really have an energy. Like pieces of wood that put together a ship are not living things. I find that hard to believe, but I guess that's something we're going to explore. Yeah, and I, I actually hadn't thought about that before. I was like, yeah, ghost people, ghost cats, ghost ships, of course. But now that <laughs> you said that to me, I'm like, hmm. hmm. A chair's ghost? Can there be chair ghosts? Oh, well, I mean, okay, it, it, I guess if you think of it less as a ghost mm. and more of a vision, like mm. an apparition, do you do you believe in apparition? That's a good point. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> We're getting early today with this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm squeamish. <laughs> but yeah, I think the the most common description of a ghost ship is, in fact, one of these ships that has been abandoned, mm. and the whereabouts of the crew is a mystery. And this mm. is really common. Mm. There's hundreds and hundreds of cases throughout history of people coming across ships that they have no idea where their occupants have gone. I feel like a lot of these stories are from very like, well, I saw this phrase that I love, maritime folklore, which is very like 1700s to early 1900s. I feel everything I saw. Maritime folklore, I'm so into that. I I love it. It's just like a time of legends and like. I think there's something inherently spooky about the ocean too. Like Hmm. that's something that conjures up a lot of um, uh, imagery of Hmm. of sort of mystery and, and Terror. Um, yeah, but very famously, probably if you have heard of a ghost ship, it's going to be the the Mary Celeste, which was a ship that was found uh, in 1872 uh, in the Atlantic Ocean that was abandoned. And I think another ship came across it and it was completely empty. There was one lifeboat missing, um, but all the food, all the supplies, all the emergency equipment that you would take with you, theoretically, mm. if you were abandoning ship, remained on board. Wow. And no one ever really figured out what happened. The log stopped being written at about 5 a.m., I think, the night before they presumed everyone went missing. 
But if they had abandoned ship, why wouldn't you take your stuff with yeah. you? Why would you abandon ship when there was nothing wrong with the ship? It was a little bit damaged, but it wasn't completely still floatable and sailable. Yeah. And to this day, it's it's one of those mysteries. What the Mary Celeste, kind of the original ghost ship. Yeah. Not the first case of it, but kind of the, the main case that we think of. Wow. Did they like... Did they think they all jumped overboard at the same time or that they got, like, abducted by aliens? I don't... Well, there's, like, more extreme beliefs, like they were taken by sirens and they were... Sirens? You know, uh, like, mermaids that sing <gasps> pirates no, and sailors No, I don't know today. about you don't know this. about sirens? No. Oh, sirens are one of my favourite ocean myths, I guess. Yeah, they're kind of, like... They take the form of beautiful women and they sing yeah. songs that oh, are so enchanting yeah. that they lure sailors yeah. down into the waters and then drown them. Was that um, in Harry Potter? No. Was it? Mm. No. I feel like it, there were mermaids in Harry Potter. There was some <laughs> creepy ocean There was a lot of stuff in that. Simon's <laughs> mermaids are often interchangeable. Uh, yeah, but the, the Mary Celeste is kind of our first idea of yeah. the ghost ship. But as well as this, I guess a lot of mysterious mm. happenings on, on ships in which mm. people have vanished mm-hmm. or no one knows what's happened do get defined as ghost ships. Or they're all found and the cause of their death is extremely mysterious Ooh. and no one knows what happened. Oh, I love that. And so this story is my favourite by far. So this is the case of the SS Ureng Medan. Mm-hmm. which uh, the date exact date is not clear. They say it's in the 1940s, between 1947 to 1948. Mm-hmm. Kind of varies source to source. Um, but this one is kind of really asks, is the answer to this too terrifying to accept? Um, I'm so intrigued. Basically what happened was uh, a Dutch vessel was passing through the Strait of Malacca which is a narrow stretch of water uh, that connects the Pacific Ocean to the east with the Indian Ocean to the west. So it sits mm-hmm. between Malaysia and Indonesia. Yep. Um, and so this Dutch vessel was going through that strait and some nearby ships received an emergency distress call from this boat. On the call, they said, all officers, including Captain Dead, lying in chart room and on bridge, possibly whole crew dead. What? Um, then there was an unintelligible frenzy of Morse code that <gasps> no one could decode. And then the radio operator that was calling through just said, I die. And oh, there was no there was no further transmission <gasps> than that. So this is where it gets really like this story gets so meaty, literally. Um, <laughs> what happened next? So the nearby ships, they sent out American rescuers. So they boarded the vessel and they found the ship just as described. All the crew was indeed dead. Their bodies were strewn across the deck upstairs. Apparently it was written that it was like a scene from a horror film. Mm. None of them had any visible injuries. What? And so the weirdest part of this is that they were found, and I quote, teeth bared with their upturned faces to the sun staring as if in fear of something (gasps) even the ship's dog (gasps) was dead frozen in this state mid growl at some kind of unknown horror i know so their faces were twisted in terror and apparently their arms were like locked as if they were fighting off something all of them literally all the crew were in the same like fight position and their arms were like locked i can't remember what it's called but when you die like if your muscles are like tense it stays like that Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis, yeah. So their arms were stuck in rigor mortis. Their bodies had begun to decay 
abnormally fast. Like their bodies are already begun to decay and it was within like hours. What? Makes no sense. Um, the br- so the bridge officer bodies were found down in the ship. Um, clearly they were like attempting to barricade themselves in the wheelhouse Fuck. from something, still in the same position like as the crew upstairs. Yeah. And also the engineering crew below the deck, this is like underneath near like the boiler room, were found with the same look as Shit. those above. Oh, my god! So like. Do you know how many were on board? Um, well, they didn't have a number because this is what happened next. As these rescuers went on, so they put the tow lines on to tow the um, ship back to shore. Uh-huh. Shortly after they secured the lines on, they saw a bunch of smoke coming from the ship so a f- and fire followed from below the ship. So they all, like, you know, jumped off and raced back to the yeah. other ship, cut the tow lines, and just <gasps> as they did that, the ship, like, what? exploded with such a force no. that it lifted out of the ocean and then sank. Is this real? It's this real. Is crazy. So it is really, it's real. So they have, like, a few documentations of this. One of them is a German publication from 1953. It also went through Dutch newspapers. That's why yep. the year is not clear because... It was talked about in Dutch newspapers for a few years. Yeah, naturally. My God, you'd never stop talking about it. I know. So this German publication proves it was real and the story itself is real and it holds a lot of the details that they use. But also, very mysteriously, um, in 1959, um, there was this letter that they found. It's only recently been declassified by the CIA Mm -hmm. um, to an unknown person which explains the events. And this what? person has written, I feel sure that the SS Urang Madan tragedy holds the answer to many of these airplane accidents and unsolved mysteries of the sea. This what? is like a huge like mystery case. And they're just case. like, I've cracked the Bermuda Triangle. I've, cr- I've-, I've cracked it, yep. And um, it d- does beg the question, why was the CIA concerned about a ghost ship story? Like they really tried to like cover this up. And, so like- the letter that this mysterious person sent contained these details? Yes. Apparently there were sightings of huge fiery spheres rising from or disappearing into the sea by ship captains and crews. There were multiple <gasps> accounts, like, over time. What? In the same area? I think so, yeah. Shit. This is... What? Uh, what is that? Like, oh. so, um, the weird... So, the ship itself... The weird things about this, and also could lend to the explan- uh, lend to the explanation of what happened. So the ship itself had no apparent signs of damage or disaster. So yeah. it's like, what the heck happened? What what scared them so much? The boiler room was still operating, even though it was fifty four degrees down there. Apparently, so how did they get cold? Like, why were they chilly? Hmm. Um, and officially, the ship may never have existed. It wasn't on any huh. registers, so they think. Potentially it was carrying some like, um, what was it, like, well, actually. items. Classified items, potentially like gases. Nuclear stuff. It's yeah. the 50s, man. It's yeah. Al- it's, always, it's always fucking radiation, yeah. isn't it? They actually, they um, apparently potassium, cyanide and nitroglycerin were stored in the Ooh, ship's yikes. hull. So it could explain its the explosion sudden destruction. The explosion, that 100% sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it still doesn't really answer how did they die. So the, one of the theories is like gas, like a gas leak. That from made one them of all the, mass hallucinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, because apparently there were like around the time of World War II, there were a lot of biological experiments happening. So mm-hmm. they think maybe it was a ship carrying like 
some Japanese like experiments through the strait. They don't really, that's like just hmm. a bit of a theory. Mm-hmm. And maybe there was a gas leak and they all somehow thought they were, f- maybe they hallucinated and mass thought they were. Mass hallucinated, yeah. Mass fighting. hallucination. But the dog? The dog. Does a dog hallucinate the same as a person? Like, okay, this is, oh, I'm so frustrated because never <laughs> in my life, like, have I wanted the evidence of something so badly and it got blown up and sunk to the bottom I of the know. Like, that's, whoa. I'm I so know. mad at whatever. <laughs> like nitrogen potassium combination they were carrying to make it explode. I know. And there's there's theories from were they attacked by ghosts, which mm-hmm. that one's hard to – I find that hard to comprehend that a whole bunch of ghosts <laughs> came on the ship somehow to attack all the crew. Um, but it does make me think the fact that it exploded after – if this is something from the unknown – Yeah. It does make me think it was something they were not supposed to see. Like, it's terrifying either way. Imagine receiving that distress call and that message, mm. like they're all dead, I am dead, and then fuck. Yeah, I die. I die. And that's it. Like, who says that on a call? That's so odd. <laughs> that is not way to end die. your calls. So, yeah. yeah, look, mass hallucination could be That seems to me the most plausible I actually do have a potential supernatural mm. explanation for Ooh, you. Yes, please. And this is, like we said, there's lots of different types of ghost ships, mm-hmm. but one of them are actual ghost ships. And the kind of origin, mother of all phantom sightings of ships on the ocean is the Flying Dutchman, which mm-hmm. everyone's seen Pirates of the Caribbean, is the, the Pirates of the Caribbean ship, the Flying Dutchman. The, is that the Black Pearl? No, so the Black Pearl is just like a really nice ship. The Flying Dutchman is um Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, tentacle yeah, yeah. face. The tentacle face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the, gotcha. the sort of ship that traverses between life and death and oh, collects yes. the souls yep. and stuff, which which I never really looked into the if that was a real legend. Uh maybe I should have, because I think this Love might have it. solved your your boys on the boat. Oh my god, tell me. So yep. the Flying Dutchman, there's a lot of different sort of a few different origin stories, but the most common one is that it was this ship in 1641 uh, mm-hmm. captained by a Hendrik van der Decken, mm. um, who was a, a Dutch captain. Essentially, it was a British ship which was sailing around the Cape of Good Hope, which is a cape in South South Africa. Oh, yeah. Um, with the East India Trading Company mm-hmm. sort of route uh, from the Netherlands to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they were... F- going through a storm, incredibly dangerous. It was an incredibly dangerous uh, cape to cross, a lot of shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. And the storm was really, really fierce and everyone said, no, we have to make port somewhere or, or yeah. head out of the storm. And this captain uh, refused to and he, and he pushed through and made the ship push through and he said, um, I will sail the ship uh, until the end of days, until the apocalypse if I must. And wow, essentially that's, uh, that <laughs> it's dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Cursed the ship is how the legend goes. And the ship was cursed to sail until the end of days, never making port. Wow. And that was the legend of the Flying Dutchman. Now wow. rough ride. Very rough ride. And that kind of originated in the late 18th century, mm-hmm. the legend. But there have been a few sightings of it mm-hmm. that give it a little bit of legit. I mean, not legitimacy, just a little bit of mm. something. <laughs> uh, essentially, the most famous sighting of it, and one of the earliest ones, was in 1881, King George V sighted the Flying Dutchman. Wow. Um, before he was the king. 
Uh, he was on a, a vessel mm-hmm. and they were sailing in around Australia, actually, mm. um, around the Bass Strait, on the HMS Bacanti. Mm-hmm. And a few different crew, there was about five or six of them, spotted what they thought was the Flying Dutchman. And this is quote from uh, wow. King Henry V, that a strange red light as of a phantom ship all aglow in the midst of which light the masts, spars and sails of a brig 200 yards distant. Um, the officer of the watch from the bridge clearly saw her, as did the quarterdeck midshipman who was sent forward once to the forecastle. But on arriving, there was no vestige nor any sign whatever of any material ship was to be seen, either near on or on the horizon, the night being clear and the sea calm. What? So what did they see then? They can't all have just made that up. Like A bunch of people saw the ship. And this is the thing mm. with the Flying Dutchman legend. Once you see it, it's a bad omen. <gasps> Once you see it, it means you're going to enter a storm, your ship may s- sink or somebody whose side of the Dutchman is going to mm-hmm. come to harm. And the yes. very next day, the very first person to sight the Dutchman was the person on the, the crow's nest, mm-hmm. uh, actually fell off the crow's nest and died. That's um, that's a hell of a coincidence, or it was an omen. And this is the thing, like this was King Henry V. Um, I mean, I don't know, I can't speak to his mental state, but <laughs> he was a pretty influential guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was king for was a king reason. Oh, wait, no, it's... monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and for him to say, hey, I saw the Flying Dutchman and it killed one of our crew members is a pretty big statement. Um, but since then, there's been a lot of sightings. There was one in 1835 when another ship nearly collided with it, kind of a wave crested, and, and all of a sudden there was this ship full mast heading straight for them, and then it was gone. And these people in the ship thought they were going to crash into it, so everyone must have seen it and panicked and been pretty alarmed, and then it vanished. Oh, actually, no, that is a thing. We were talking about apparitions, yeah. like phantom phantom apparitions of things are a thing actually i just remembered i have read something about that like yeah. if you believe in that it can be an actual thing that's uh, very interesting there have been more modern sightings as well so in mm-hmm. 1939 uh, at this beach in cape town uh, a bunch of people on the beach spotted a ship sailing straight towards them full sail and then it vanished like they blinked and it was gone, or did it just like fade out like a? Movie? No, they just it was just gone. One second it was there, the next it wasn't. That's so fascinating and weird. And you now another weird reference. <laughs> now this one, I, I tried to look into the sources, and it all kind of comes from this book. Uh, it's been cited a lot. There's mm. a quote. I can't speak to how legitimate the claim is. I just found it startling. But in World War II, uh, a German submarine spotted the Dutchman Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And the person who actually spotted it was Karl Dunitz, who ended up, he was an admiral of the the ship and he ends up taking over Germany when Hitler dies. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a very, once again, a very significant historical figure. Um, And him and his crew apparently spotted a phantom ship. Uh, And according to this book, the quote is, the men said that they preferred the strength of the Allied fleet in the North Atlantic to the terror of a second meeting with the Phantom. Wow. So Which it's like this ship that literally just comes towards you and then disappears. So it, yeah. its aim is to, like, scare you? Well, I mean, I don't know. And with, with that, the German submarine, they didn't come to, to foul play. Hmm. Uh, so whether it did curse them or didn't curse them, but the fact that supposedly there have been all these sightings of a Phantom ship I mean, I say that not believing in it. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, because I'm like, well, is a possible explanation that they've been at sea a really long time, they've got scurvy and they're, like, starting to hallucinate. But if you say that these people on the beach saw it. Yes. And I would say, look, in the 1800s, yes, probably everyone had scurvy. But I feel like in by the time we're in the 1950s, yeah. like, I feel like people are pretty well yeah. fed. That's so interesting. I didn't know this. So maybe. Another thing I didn't know. Wow. They saw the Flying Dutchman, your boys on this ship. It's Maybe possible the, that they did. That's related to them dying. Mm. Wow, this whole, like, the whole theory about that it was this guy that was like, I'm just going to keep sailing this ship through this storm, accidentally yeah. curses it. and then Very what? easy way to get cursed. And his whole crew too, rough deal for them. Do you know what, though? If I was cursed to um, captain a ship for the rest of time, I also would just start to scare people on purpose because it's <laughs> What else are you going to do? You can't make it to shore. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> maybe they're coming towards the ship because they're trying to get help and then they just disappear. It sounds like they're stuck okay, in a dimension well, a, or something. There's another part to this legend Ooh. where they said that occasionally if you saw the Flying Dutchman, it would approach your ship. People would come aboard from the Dutchman and ask you to carry letters to shore to give to their loved ones on shore. Oh, my God. Because they weren't able to go to shore <gasps> themselves. But if you accepted the letters, your ship was doomed to be sunk and join yeah. them. Oh, I love this. I'm I've got goosebumps now. Yeah, which is such a tragic ghost story. That is I don't have words for that. So maybe in these cases they all are looking for help. Do the people who well the the ghosts, let's say, that are giving them letters, do they know that they're gonna like eternally curse these people's boats or are they genuinely Surely not. I don't like they were just sailors. Like they weren't necessarily <laughs> bad people. <laughs> maybe a little foolhardy. Sailors but- can have agendas too, Erica. You don't know. They could be evil. That's I mean, yeah, I, I like this I I prefer them being tragic, I think. I don't know. There's so many evil ghost stories out there. Like, we deal with evil shit on this podcast every time. I like a nice, tragic, sad story (laughs) rather than evil for once. Except whatever attacks those boys on your boat, which I've forgotten the name of, which is why I'm calling it Oh, SS Urang Madan. Yeah. That one. That was not nice. They were all spooked. Yeah, because I like the idea that they'd seen the Flying Dutchman. That you yeah. think maybe they had, but also, I guess the whole thing with the hallucination, hallucinative gas makes sense. But also, they were all staring at the sun. Maybe they were all on psychedelics. Yeah, I have the choice, or there was a leak in what they were carrying. Um, it's a scary. I just thought, oh, I'm just come on. Why did they lose the boat? Like, haven't we sent? guys down there to go to the wreckage and I dig know. it up. But Come on. you and I know how deep the ocean is. <laughs> we do know how deep the ocean is. And, and what, this was 1940s, so they didn't have the technology that we do now. Mm, true. Maybe they don't know the location of we went where and it we is. We found the Titanic. Surely we can find this boat. That's true. Know? I guess that's the thing. We don't know the location. I th- I'm pretty yeah. sure we're pretty good about the Titanic location. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. what like that's what freaks me out. I think that's what's scary about the sea too is that if you get lost at sea, there's a high chance you will just never get found again because humans don't 100%. live in the sea. Like that's probably it's like getting lost in space. Like lost in space is bad. Bad. I mean, okay, not the show, but the, <laughs> well, getting lost in space like you don't have because you're so reliant on technology. So that's it, pretty much done. Oh my god, I can't. I can't think about it. It freaks me out too much. And that's the thing. They say if you're like. In a shipwreck, stuck on an island, you stay on the island. Just stay on the island. You do not make a raft. You do not try to sail out at sea because you have 
like a days before yeah. you dehydrate and die. Yeah. And the odds of someone finding you floating out there, which no. is why in all these cases, like the Mary Celeste mm. of people, crew abandoning ship, yeah. it's so mysterious because to abandon ship in the middle of nowhere, not mm. in sight of land, is so risky. Wow. And they didn't bring any food with them. They didn't bring any supplies, no personal items either. So why would they abandon ship? And there are hundreds and hundreds of cases of ghost ships like this. And we just don't know what's happened to the crew. No. There's a couple of other ones actually I wanted to mention that are a bit odd. Um, But they're different scenarios Mm -hmm. in terms of the term ghost ship, I suppose. So there's one from 1775 that's called the Octavius. And this ship was found, um, all the crew on board were completely frozen, so they died and were just, like, preserved because they were frozen. Apparently they realised it had been floating through the Arctic for 13 years. 13 years. 13 years, and they found the captain at his desk mid-writing a note. Oh, that's sad. Like, it is sad, but it's also odd because it's been floating through the Arctic for 13 years. Oh, well, well, that's it's like there was the the terror, um, hmm. the HMS terror that went missing. God, I can't remember when. Mm-hmm. And they knew it went missing in the Arctic because that's where it was sailing to. Mm. And then they only discovered it in like the 90s. Like it was there for like 150-something wow. odd years. And even though they knew where it theoretically was, it still took them that long to actually find and yep. refloat this, yep. this ship. Wow. Um, and so – also, the the fact that the sea is so expansive, and mm. and yes, we have like these shipping channels that are busy, but the idea of being on a crew on a boat and just spotting a ship abandoned in the middle of the ocean, like how many ships do you think are out there abandoned in the middle of the ocean that we haven't found? That's what I was thinking. I mean, surely now it with radar tech, like yeah, we'd true. be better at it. Yeah, true. But still, they're like the, the ocean's huge. It is really huge, and I think if you're a supernatural force as well. That is such an isolated and, like, um, wait, opportunistic wait, place. I, to- wait, are you feeling sorry for the ghosts or saying it's opportunistic? Oh, for them to attack people. For them to attack people. It's, like, opportune. It's, okay, like, out the middle of nowhere. Doesn't the ghost have to go to the ocean? Well, maybe the supernatural forces are in the ocean or they're, they're what are out ghosts? there. Water ghosts. Mm, are they the ghosts of, like, dolphins and stuff? <laughs> Can dolphins have ghosts? Would they kill people? If cats have ghosts, dolphins have ghosts. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> and we said cats have ghosts, so dolphins must have ghosts. Wait, that means that the ocean is full of spirits. Wow. No, we're going back to this thing where the world is so... We're, I'm spiralling. We're, we're spinning back around to episode one. We talked about how, the, the like, ether is so full of spirits that it's it's too much. If yeah. everything that dies has a ghost, it's all stuck somewhere. I can't handle that. No. I, I feel like I can handle the idea of the spirit realm being in the air and stuff, but in the ocean, I can't handle that. I don't why? know why. What's I don't know why. Is it because it's underwater? I think so. And you don't think ghosts should be able to swim? Can ghosts swim? <laughs> I mean, but they just, like, glide through, right? Like, if they're not affected by air or walls or doors, surely a bit of water is not going to hurt them. Do you think when you die they hand out flippers? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I die as a ghost, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the bottom of the ocean. Wait, can ghosts go up into space? Are ghosts bound by gravity? Wait, no, <laughs> really, if I'm a ghost, can't I just go up? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I 
Well, okay, there is one case, actually. Of a ghost going to space? No, we're going to take it back down okay, to the sorry. ocean before we <laughs> lose our cookies. Okay. Um, there is this case called the Watertown Ghosts, and basically what happened was two crew members from this ship called the SS Watertown, mm-hmm. um, mid-1920s. Good name for a ship. It is a great name for a ship. They, unfortunately, um, something happened and they were asphyxiated by some gases. I don't know. There's a lot of gases on ships. (laughs) Is it a common ship thing? Maybe they just ate some fat burritos. I really don't know. (laughs) Man, I can't believe you are injecting a fart joke into these two sailors' deaths. (laughs) I thought better of them. <laughs> anyway, I'm very, very sad. But what happens next is quite odd, mm. but also quite cool if you're a ghost investigator. Yeah. So um, they were asphyxiated, unfortunately passed away. They were buried at sea, mm-hmm. which I feel like buried at sea. Isn't that just like they wrap them up and then toss them overboard? Yep. Like they're packets of chips. Like yeah. I just. No, I like that. I don't know. I don't mind it. Yeah, maybe they do a little ceremony. I don't oh, know. They do. It's they do a ceremony and they like yeah, mm. it's, it's nice. It's a few. Okay. Okay. Well, they were buried at sea and then um later on they were spotted at the stem of the boat from the water. So they the crew one of the crew members took a photograph and it's actually it's one of like the earliest photographs what? that kind of proves ghost existence if you will. Um because they, their faces are in are like above the water at the end of the ship and it's huh. not really explained. So it's like, did they follow the ship? Here's a are question. they attached to the ship? Are ghosts bound are they the to ship? the location in which they died? Mm. Yes. Okay, in that case, if you die on the ocean, on a ship, mm. are you just then stuck in that one little bit of water or are you stuck on the ship? I think they died on the boat, so they're probably – but Stuck their bodies to the were tossed. Boat? Well, I think actually their ghosts were spotted around the boat and then they were photographed like their faces were in the water. So I think they were around the boat. Okay, but like if you died in the house and then the house got like moved to another country, are I, you in the house or are you in? is it the area that the house inhabits? That I have thought about this actually because what happens when haunted houses get demolished? Yeah, that's true. I, I imagine the, the spirits ghosts- probably get released. I would think. You reckon? I just thought the ghosts would stick around. Like if all if all if all it takes mm. to get rid of a ghost is to just knock a few walls down, we get rid of ghosts <laughs> left and right. You know. That's true. I feel like a lot of haunted houses don't get knocked down there because they're normally like heritage. Yeah, that's listed. true. And they're tourist as well. Yeah, they become tourist sites, but with ships. I mean, a ships get demolished ship. and absorbed into new ships, and mm. the parts are repurposed. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's the legend with a lot of old vessels and vehicles mm. is that cursed cars is a thing that we'll probably get to one episode, cursed and the cars. parts that the cars go into, the new cars all yeah. get cursed, and then it just like spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads. Oh my god! Like it's about the physical uh, yeah. parts of the of the vehicle, and I imagine it'd probably be the same for ships. Oh my goodness. Well, I already know the answer to this, but would you stay on a haunted ship? Yeah, without a doubt. That's way cooler than a haunted hotel. <laughs> I think I just like to stay on a ship. Like, I love the idea of sea travel mm. and out of ghosts. I mean, I think all sh- good ships are haunted. <laughs> you know? Only the good ones. <laughs> all good ships. What's the point of being on an old ship if it's not a little bit haunted by something? <laughs> um, so, yeah, without a doubt. No doubt in my mind. Would. Would you, you wouldn't. Mm. Oh, would you? You can't escape on a boat. That's the thing. If it gets bad, think about this. If it goes wrong, 
you can't leave. Yeah, see, that's a gamble with fate because you can't leave. Can't leave. Can't leave a ghost ship. Um, I mean, again, that, then again, that's literally what ghost ships are. It's yeah, people leaving. I know. <laughs> leaving the ship. So maybe you can. It's either they stay there or like, oh, the freakiest thing. I, no, I would not stay on a ghost ship Ooh. willingly unless I was already on the ship and then realized it was haunted. And I'm yeah. like, oh, no, I can't do anything now. But it's really freaky to think that they're like underwater with all the people Still, although if that boat, wait, the boat that we were talking about, the SS Orang Madan, uh-huh. it exploded. So everything yeah. gets destroyed, even mm-hmm. if they find it. Although modern technology, they might be able to, to examine. That's true. Like they're, a, not gonna, they're not going to be able to get any corpses back there. No. Fuck. It's all going to be waste. in tatters. What a waste. We'll never know. Well, we'll you can never. ask at the pearly gates one day. You can ask no, what happened we just to need the to boat. Go, we need to get a boat, sail it out to the location in which it sunk, would you board? The ghost of the ghost will tell us what happened. Count me out of that trip. Oh, come on. Wouldn't you love to know? I feel like so many of, like, history's mysteries are solved by just, like, asking the ghosts. I think you just want to take a rowboat out to the Bermuda Triangle, honestly, and just try your luck with, with a Ouija board. A doubt in my mind. What are ghosts? <laughs> and ghost ships. <laughs> we just thought this episode's been about. Different sorts of ghost ships. Can you, like... Is it one of those things with the Flying Dutchman? Can you, like, will it? Like, can you um, wish to see it and it will I, appear? I didn't read any account mm. of that. No, okay. I feel like it's something that appears to you. Because if mm. the theory holds, um, theory, if the story holds, the ship is sailing of mm. its own accord. So it, it's its own independent ship. You just have to kind of run into it, I guess. <laughs> Just by fate. Get lucky (laughs) or unlucky, (laughs) whatever way you choose. Yeah, that is kind of unlucky. That's – now I'm, like, worried to go out on a boat or do anything. I'm like, how do you know if it's the Flying Dutchman? Like, how do you know if it's a normal boat? You you mean how do you know if it's the Flying Dutchman or a regular disappearing boat? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not see them? (laughs) I feel like if you see a ship – and then it disappears and it's an old-timey ship on the ocean coming right at you and then it vanishes. I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. Hey, I've seen the Flying Dutchman. I don't think you need to worry about I other want, ships. I want to know if there's been accounts within like the last five, ten years. See, that's the thing. That's what's a little bit suspicious about mm. all of these. I mean, with a lot, I was going to say a lot of ghost and supernatural things, mm. accounts kind of dramatically drop off as soon as we have portable cameras. Mm. Like as soon as we enter this like technological sort of 21st century mm. i don't think anyone's really seen seeing ghost ships anymore which uh yeah is is i mean there's a lot of there are a lot of natural phenomena that could cause potential mm. ghost ship yeah. sightings um i mean there's that old mirage effect um mm. you just go to the beach you can see it yeah if the ship's far on the horizon mm. it, it looks like they're hovering slightly above the waterline yeah um and a lot of people think that that probably uh, is the reason that a lot of people have reported ghost ship sightings when it's just been mirage. There's another effect um, where apparently if the atmosphere conditions are just right, the reflection of a ship mm-hmm. can be projected onto the sky. So it looks like there's an upside-down ship kind of floating in the sky. Wow. Um, and a lot of people reported that and that kind of got written down as ghost ship sightings or flying Dutchman sightings mm. when we kind of have a – Answer for it. But if they're flying Dutchman sightings, it has to be an old-timey ship with huge sails Once and again, stuff. a lot of these sightings are old-timey sightings. Oh, right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Got you. Because they kind of drop off 
Although we do have mm. those kind of couple from the early 1900s. I want some from the 21st century. Man. I know. I, I doubt it. But, hey, if you see the Flying Dutchman, let us know. Shoot well, us a message. Yes. Yeah. I also probably tell people, like, the news. Or something. I, I just feel like that. As I want to warn, maybe know do that, that first. Do that first, and then send it to us. <laughs> Let us know if you're cursed. Um, yeah. But we also don't want to know about it because we don't want to be cursed. No, I want to know about it. All right, tell Erica, not me. <laughs> Address the email to Erica. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This has been the Hope Poke Pod. I'm Emily, and I'm Erica. We'll see you next time. you've reached the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and if you like what you've heard it would be fantastic if you could rate us or leave a review or better yet show us to some of your friends get the word out there about this spooky little podcast if you want to know more about us or this episode you can visit our website thehokepokepod.com.au we post updates links episodes and any references we've mentioned you'll be able to find them right there we'd like to say a huge thank you to Giamo Timble for the amazing graphics and art that he's made for the podcast as well as our undying appreciation to Robert P. Kelly our marvellous and ever patient editor we love you, Rob. And finally, if you'd like to contact us, you can send us an email at hokepokepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback, episode suggestions, whatever takes your fancy, we will be there. Thank you so much for the support and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.